Today, with my friend Adam here, we're going to be discussing the greatest detective that ever lived, so long as you don't care about the fact that detectives are required to follow the law. <laughs> How's your day going, Adam? Oh, absolutely batty. All bad. <laughs> Did you bring your shark repellent? Shark repellent? 1950s Batman? Oh, I have actually. Yeah, yeah the when Adam you're hanging West. from the helicopter? Yeah. It's shark repellent, whether or not that... Like, I've never... How does that work? How do you spray something underwater? Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, I mean, I, I guess it would work just like anything else. Like, you know, it would release like a bubble of gas just underwater that then would seep into the sharks, I suppose. But what is shark repellent as far as... I don't know. Well, what do sharks hate? <laughs> I immediately, when I thought of that... um peppermint came to mind where it was just some form of candy that had menthol in it because i that would hurt their eyes i would assume i don't know i don't know anything about sharks but if you haven't guessed today's episode is about batman (laughs) this is just going to be about batman in general all the way around our feelings about him uh i've got one real quick question who's your favorite batman villain Ooh, favorite Batman villain. And why, not just, it can be because they look cool, but I would like a why. Yeah. Um, man, well, I feel like there's maybe some recency bias, um, but Riddler is up there for sure. Um, I think it's between probably Riddler or Poison Ivy. I'm glad you said Poison Ivy, because Poison Ivy is one of my favorites as well. And I don't actually think she's a villain. Yeah, Poison Ivy is just trying to make people stop killing the earth and plants, right? Isn't that her main thing? Uh, Well, her main thing is plants. I don't actually think she cares about the earth. I think her only care is plants. Like, if they did an arc where they all went to the moon, she might just turn the entire planet into one giant plant. Yeah. So that's her thing, because that's why... so the reason why I like Poison Ivy is because Poison Ivy has Bane. And both Poison Ivy and Bane at completely different points in times. And I'm talking about Poison Bane, not fucking you only inherited the Dark Bane. The first Bane. Right, the real Bane, not Dark Knight Bane. Completely apart from each other and together end up working for Batman, <laughs> like, regularly. Like, even in uh, the Arkham video games. Yeah. Bane's like half a good guy. He's just some old guy that has magic juice. They're like, oh, by the way, would you punch people? And Bane is just filled with uh, Poison Ivy's juice stuff. Yeah, that's like what he's using to keep him alive, isn't it? Yeah, well, he is in the game. But before that, he could actually get taken off of it. He's fine. Oh, okay. That's what. That's how Batman, I think, in the original cartoons always ends up defeating him as he just does like a flip over his head and pulls out his cords and he shrivels back up. Yeah. So I, I pulled up Poison Ivy's Wikipedia page just to get some additional facts here while we're talking about it. And she actually has a whole section on activism. 
And I think it is just environmentalism in general, but I also, I'm with you where I think it's more kind of plants and shit, but it's like, well, we need a park to put the plants in. Yeah. Uh, Because on Wikipedia it says, Ivy calls herself an eco-terrorist of global importance. So do you think Captain Planet would stop Poison Ivy if she got to do whatever she wanted? (laughs) <laughs> wait what do you mean i mean so, that like whatever like so if you were looking at poison ivy right? as a character okay and she somehow carte blanche like you know she just gets to do whatever she wants right she whatever that reign. happens to be yeah do you think when captain planet saw that he would be like no that's that's bad for the planet <laughs> theoretically turning the entire planet into one plant kills the planet yeah i see what you're saying yeah i think he probably would He'd be like, all right, the plants are cool. I, I see the vibe here. I'm with you. I like it. But you got to throw some animals in here or you're going to totally throw off this ecosystem. <laughs> so, like, what era of Batman is your favorite? Like, I know I personally know that. Before our listeners, what's your favorite era of Batmans? Yeah, so Batman for, I'd say perhaps my favorite Batman, it, it's between Batman Forever batman returns and this new one the batman so my favorite era i'd say is like that mid 90s i even like batman and robin so that was the george Clooney one that came after batman forever give me those sexy eyes yeah which i think has also influenced you know you asked me who are my favorite characters i said riddler and poison ivy i think that has a lot to do with batman forever being my favorite one because they're both main characters in those ones I've always liked the Riddler as like a concept character, but the last Batman, and I didn't, I specifically when we watched this the other day, didn't bring this up. The last Batman did a really good job of making the Riddler the actual nemesis of Batman instead of the Joker. Like, because if you go on the detective play, the exact opposite would be a question, like the question and answer. So it played out, like, really well. A lot of people are dogging on this movie a lot. But (laughs) it has done two things. One, make the Riddler legitimately kind of a scary guy. And two, the way that they drew out the Riddler made him more of a nemesis, like, made it make more sense for him to be a Batman nemesis than the Joker would be. Expand on that. I think I know what you're saying. I always feel like the Joker and Batman end up being opposite enemies in Clash because one of them is serious and the other one is funny. Yeah. Instead, like, it's the exact same thing except for you're playing on the detective versus the case. So you're saying he's more of a a true match as a nemesis and someone that's going to engage Batman rather than just... Well, I'm saying that in this situation he is because i do agree that so if you're going emotionally the joker is better if you're going on the skill set uh riddler is better yeah i think the riddler is a better nemesis i think they've recent in recent batman history i think they've been leaning too hard on the joker and it's like the joker is great i love him you know i think some of the better batman comics involve the joker you know the killing joke is like a famous one Oh, that uh, is an animation, too. Right, yeah. That's half of these that I have seen that you haven't are the graphic novel ones <laughs> that got turned into films. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I agree with you. And I do like that they made the Riddler, like, in, in this version, more of a real-life guy. 
and more of like an equal match to Batman. And he actually like set up cool stuff that. So I did enjoy Jim Carrey's portrayal of the Riddler yeah. and just like being so insanely goofy and whatever. But it it did like nerf the Riddler. I feel like like kind of killed him as a character and a legit nemesis because yeah, it's but like that was back right. when we were specifically targeting Batman and children. Right, like that was almost oh, a one to one cartoon Batman, and we're not just specifically targeting Batman to children now. We have like yeah, we're some of us are going to be on our 50s that have seen the Batman as a youth. Yeah. Like, and I'm not talking about 1950s like my dad, but like seeing a Batman movie when they were young enough to have it influence them. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's what, like our generation is, you know, we grew up with Batman being a huge thing. It's like I was obsessed with Batman as a kid. Wear a Batman shirt like every day. I and- was not obsessed with Batman. And Batman is like, is probably the only true exception in the DC universe of making me watch DC shit <laughs> to the extension of I will only usually watch DC stuff that has Batman enemies in it, even if Batman's not in it. Right. But generally, my favorite Batman is the Batman Returns from not the movie, but the adapted animation from the graphic novel. Oh, so which one is that? Is that that Phantasm movie or whatever? It's Batman The Dark Knight Returns. Okay. And it's, yeah, 2012. Um, oh, that one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's what the... So the graphic novel is what kind of started the super gritty Batman everything. Yeah. But the animation is just great, and it's... Anytime you get to see old Batman do stuff, like we were talking about Batman Beyond, which you haven't seen, but... I've seen some of Batman Beyond, yeah, yeah, but not much of it. But Bruce Wayne in that is hilarious, and the few times that he gets attacked by anybody, it's just an old man. Like, they just beat up an old man. Like, <laughs> the Batcave gets broken into regularly by, like, street thugs. Yeah. And they just beat up an old man, and he... Comes and he's like, oh, young Batman. I do not remember Batman Beyond's Batman's name. But he just, like, gets beat up. Guy was comes it home. not Bruce Wayne? Oh, yeah, because it was, like, Bruce a different Wayne's guy. Bruce Wayne's his mentor. Right, right. So I think it does the same thing. Like, I think he has almost the exact same uh, storyline as the second Robin. Oh, okay. With where the it's circus like, it thing. wasn't the parents murdered. Yeah. But it was you were a troubled teen. Got it. Because he still has like a mom and stuff. Like, yeah. that's one of the pretty common things is in the middle of a fight scene, they'll just be saying, oh, hey, um, your mom called. She wants you to go get milk. And then they make some <laughs> stupid milk quote. Yeah. Hey. Alright, um, sorry if you hear a little edit point there, it was just because I had to go throw a puppy off of a bridge. Anyway, <laughs> so we were, saw Ted Cruz cheering you on. Thumbs up from Ted Cruz for dead puppies. <laughs> so we were just forgetting to press record, talking about how terrible Harley Quinn and the Batman, or Harley Quinn and the Joker are, 
through everything. But yeah. like the original introduction to Harley Quinn is her being his doctor. Or I guess the original introduction where they decided to give her a backstory because she was originally just a character, just like everybody else that had no backstory. And she was his psychologist, right? Yeah. And that was the whole deal. She was his psychologist, but for some reason, he's like, his skill set is pre-trained psychologist. <laughs> yeah. So he gaslights her into falling in love with him. And then once he gets her out, like, he drugs the shit out of everybody in his crew. Yeah. Like, they're all fucked up all the time. That, that's just weird brainwashing and whatever the reason why we brought this up is because we're thinking of questions to ask other people <laughs> you know that's a part of the joker a bit like ivan is that i feel was maybe underrated where it's like where are you getting these drugs from man well and also like how where do you find this time for product development and like production and that's, merchandising I, <laughs> I think it was in the vat I think that's what they were trying. So this is going to link to another thing that I was going to talk about. Um, I think the reason why there are so many supervillains that are crazy in Gotham is because they cut all of the arts out of schools. <laughs> so everyone that's creative just like has to do well, it. So there's villainy. only crime and no outlet. Like there's already crime in the first place. And then they decide to go through and raid the school funds. So they cut all funding for arts and all extracurricular activities. So you have just these kids that their escape from everything is to go and just watch normal school, which nobody likes. There's no outlet for that. And they get off and they, they live in a beautiful city that is completely built upon like crazy Art DeVoe, like sculptures and giant high rises and whatnot. Yeah. And, like they see that. They can't afford any of it. They also don't have any way to like really produce it themselves because the teens in uh, Batman land in Gotham tend to just be either orphans or street thugs. Like there's not a real in between. And if you are an <laughs> yeah. in between, you end up working for Batman. <laughs> yeah, the middle class in Gotham is kind of non-existent and messed up. Yeah. Well, all of the middle class of Gotham is the supervillain. Yeah, that's who it is. The supervillains like lower middle class is street thugs, normal middle of the road middle class doesn't exist. Yeah, but I think that's what ended up happening with the Joker is one of everybody's like Arkham Asylum had decided, oh, we got to do something with all of our kids creativity. And they put uh, I don't remember what his name is, but the guy who's in charge of Arkham Asylum, that's the mad scientist. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forget uh, his name as well. Yeah, I think he was just trying to develop some weird brain goo. And that's what was in the vat that the Joker fell in, if we're going with the Joker was produced by a vat model. Because I think the other right. one is, he's just a guy. Oh, the Mad Hatter, of course. That's no, it's not name. the Mad Hatter. There's another guy. He's a normal guy. He's pre-supervillains. Uh, so he's like Falcone family age. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just saw a picture of the He's Mad Hatter. He's got little round glasses like everyone else. Hugo Strange, that's who it is. Because Hugo Strange is the guy who's quite often credited for collecting all of the freaks in Arkham in the first place. That's right. This is all making sense now. <laughs> yeah. So I think that guy was doing some brain stuff, left it in a vet. That's what Joker fell into. Joker now has the creativity of... 24,000 children that were supposed to get 
decent funding for the arts just shoved in his head. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, that is... <laughs> that's funny that even, um, like, the villains in Batman have always been kind of artistic. <laughs> like, I remember the um, the scene in the first Batman movie, the Michael Keaton one. Okay, I was going to um, say, 1950s? <laughs> did they make a movie? I guess they oh, did, right? so here's the... The 1950s Batman, I think, have... The first one is just called The Batman. Yeah. Was it like a TV special or a real movie? Anyways, I just remember it in that first Batman movie, right, where Jack Nicholson is the Joker. Um, it's a scene with the Joker where they walk into that, like, art gallery. Yeah. And there's that Prince song is playing, and um, they're just, like... <laughs> going past all this other art and like adding stuff to it making him look like the joker and stuff but i do find it funny that the joker manages to just ruin beautiful pieces of art from around the world that for some reason everyone has on loan to the only known place in the world <laughs> where, where there's just sucks. daily jewel thieves and art robberies <laughs> um so the first official full-length Batman movie was in 1966. Oh, wow. Or wait. Yeah, 1966. That'd be funny if uh, Gotham was really just like part of the insurance scam of every other city. That's part of what <laughs> ends up happening almost every really? time. So there's the two different crime levels. There's the supervillain crime and then there's the mob family crime. Right. And the mob family's almost always some stupid scheme with the mayor. That they're just like, ah, once the mayor gets in, we can skim 0.5 cents off of every NFT sale. <laughs> Which, now that NFTs exist, and I've said that, that will be the next Batman. Yeah. I'm just playing off your idea, like, why would you send your valuable artifacts to Gotham? But it's like, well, we just opened up a really sick insurance policy. <laughs> We're hoping that it... But who are your insurance adjusters, or I guess claims investigators? Yeah. That's Our, well, the other side to that is if you have all of your insurance run out of a Gotham insurance agency, <laughs> that is the scam that will let them like you just have to pay them a little. Yeah. Just got to give them their cut. But I, I know at some point in time, doesn't he like destroy the Mona Lisa? It, I think it is the Mona Lisa. I don't know. It's like some high art kind of shit. And he's just like jackson pollocking the shit out of it and Which like would be fun like i'm not a fan of destroying famous pieces of art but i also am a fan of watching things get ruined so yeah it seems like it'd be satisfying i am not a fan of the mona lisa though i never really got it i think it's a little overhyped but yeah have you heard of i think his name's barbados um sounds vaguely familiar is that's a batman villain it's not a Batman villain. <laughs> that should be the game. Is this a Batman villain? Is this villain a Batman or? villain? <laughs> Bullet Man. Um, Barbados is a giant bat that lives under Gotham. Oh, yeah. I do know this guy. Okay. I forgot his name. It's, yeah. And it's yeah. not Man Bat. It's just a giant bat. Right. Because Man Bat is a weird, uh, like, actual freak versus Barbados comes along they like retcon him into having lived under Gotham the whole time in the comics. And the reason why there's so many iterations of Batman and stuff when they show like old Arkham and whatnot 
is that there's this bat that lives under there that is the spirit of vengeance. So no matter what, anybody who's in close enough proximity will become the Batman. Like, <laughs> reality will just warp itself around that. And they never got rid of it. It's technically still there. They never, like, took it out of anything. They just continued the storyline after they discovered it. Yeah, I remember this guy. I'm looking at pictures of him right now. It's uh, They kind of made him insanely powerful, too. Well, I think he's supposed to be a god. Yeah, that's they're calling him the... That's one of his aliases, the Bat God. And the picture they have of him is, like, him murdering Superman, basically. It's, like, lightning bolts and shit coming yeah. out of his wings. So he's, like, all <laughs> Ra's al Ghul stuff, which I don't know how much of the straight Batman, but you know Batman's not... Or current Batman is not a human, right? As, what's the deal with that? So he's... What happened was... Uh, the whole, you know how Raja Gould stays alive? So, I think I do. I didn't see Batman Begins. So, that's cool, because it's not in there. It doesn't actually explain okay. it. Okay. Raja Gould is immortal because he has, like, this chair that fills with magic water. Yeah. I don't remember if you have to murder people to fill it up, but it's like the League of Assassins has been guarding it, and it's where a lot of the metahumans come from. Okay. So, at some point in time, Batman gets the shit kicked out of him. And almost dies, and Raja Gould's, I think, daughter takes him to the Rejuve chair and puts him in there. So he's, like, theoretically immortal, because there is some other, like, you get, like, super strength and stuff. So, like, current Batman is actually not just, like, the world's greatest detective. He can also run, jump, and swim very well. Right. And it never fully explains what Raja Gould's powers are from it, other than immortality. But because of that, they've just been like, and eh, now every once in a while, Batman can like reach the ethereal plane while he's dreaming. It's a like a supernatural thing, like magical powers, or he just has like insane endurance and like. I think it's just insane endurance, but it's one of those things that they left so open ended. Yeah, because I know that whole story, like the Lazarus Pit story. That's what it is. That's the name of the thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. he ends up getting put in the Lazarus Pit. Right. Yeah. So it like yeah didn't necessarily give him it's not like a spider-man bite kind of thing but it's like oh now you went through this year well and i think like hardened there is something that like now he's somewhat drawn to the lazarus pit i believe and i don't know if they did anything about it because that's supposed to be what corrupted raja ruled so much yeah well it extended his life i guess it's like the power that he drew from it i yeah, vaguely that's what, remember that's how that it, that's how it survived uh, batman's dying when he's put in it yeah so that's it, it never fully explains if it just brings him back to life or if it gives him meta powers. But because of that, now every once in a while, they're just like, and he threw a guy 3,000 feet. <laughs> so what's your favorite piece of bat tech? Ooh, uh, I mean, uh, I'm a huge fan of the grappling hook. I'd say that was my original favorite bat tech um does anything beat it since no i, I think it's still the grappling hook it's call me a, a basic bat those contacts man oh yeah yeah well in the new movie those are sweet yeah so i actually forgot about this is why i didn't mention it they're up there too yeah those were blowing my mind i've always been a fan of for some reason he has the plane and the helicopter and the plane always turns into a boat. Like, <laughs> yeah. I 
always enjoyed it a lot. They've made like 300 different versions of it, and they're all completely inappropriate to be something that goes both above water and below water. <laughs> but there's that. I never liked the grappling hook. No? It's physics, man. You can't do... Like, I don't know if you've ever tried to, like, yank somebody with a rope. Yeah. But it takes a lot. And yeah. you're definitely not doing it with, like, a 200-pound man over a building. It's not very practical at all. I think that's why I always liked Batman's version of it, is because it made him, like... <laughs> I guess it gave him more bat-like powers. And it never seemed like a dude using a grappling hook. It's like, that's when he became kind of supernatural. It's like just using that grappling hook for everything have you heard the argument that daredevil is more legitimately batman than batman is no i haven't so like daredevil <laughs> does almost everything based on echolocation which is actually kind of baddish versus yeah. batman who does zero bat things so daredevil wins by one data point <laughs> <laughs> yeah the whole bat thing is like well it's supposed to be fear it's like right i took my fear and i turned it back on you which is also what daredevil because Daredevil is called Daredevil because he was made fun of as a kid. Yeah. Which, so is Batman afraid of bats? Yes. That was the whole thing is after his parents died. It depends on which version you go with. But at some point directly after his parents died, he is being unsupervised around a massive amount of bats <laughs> yeah. that scare the shit out. Only two of them does he fall into a well. Yeah. Like, one of them is just a single bat in his dad's uh, study. Right. Like, he just gets scared by a bat. And then after that, he's like, hmm, I've got an idea. Other people will also be afraid of bats, even though they're the type of people who murder. Yeah. So, sometimes it seems like he's very afraid of bats, and sometimes, like, he's not at all. And I guess that's why I'm well, confused about it. Well, he was afraid it. of bats. Oh, that so he got thing. over Is it. He, that was the symbolism of him owning his fear and right. turning it on his enemies. Which... <laughs> You have to be afraid of bats to understand. And I do wonder how many criminals are like, what's with the bat thing, bats? And he sits them down and goes, oh, but I'm not afraid of bats. What does that mean? <laughs> like, he has to explain his whole spiel. Yeah. And vengeance personified. <laughs> so in the newest Batman, um, there is that scene where the I think they already have the Riddler in Arkham. But basically where, you know, they first arrest the Riddler and the Batman goes in and to the Riddler's lair, basically. And they're like checking out all the shit. There's a cage that has a bat in it. That's where he finds like the last to the Batman note or whatever. And it seems like Batman is really afraid to stick his hand in the cage. Right to like grab the letter off of the top of the cage, or he's at least hesitant. So, no, he is, and I noticed that. And in my head, I was like, "Smart man, that bat might have rabies," because that's a real good way to kill Batman. Yeah, <laughs> like just give a bat rabies and let it go in his cave, and eventually he'll just get attacked by a bunch of bats covered in rabies. Yeah, so it is an interesting thing about Batman. Like, I like how they play out that relationship, and how you're saying like he's afraid of it, and then he kind of gets over it, and it's like. Also, just the fact of why do you even have a ton of bats in your mansion in Gotham at this point? That's why I'm saying so sometimes (laughs) it is just one bat. Yeah. And the only times it's a swarm of bats, it's when directly after a funeral, they let a small child wander off who is distraught and he falls in something. 
Like it's never directly under because the Batcave is originally underneath the mansion and it's a natural formation that the mansion is built on. It's not like dug out and they just put a bunch of cool stuff in it and there's no entrance from his house originally. Like you have to go out and down and around. Right. Like I don't. Yeah, there was in my head that makes perfect sense because (laughs) I have that weird cliff side side memorized. But yeah, well, there's still there's still like an outside entrance, but yeah, he can also like get to it through the mansion now. He develops it into. Yeah. So like originally, it's just it's almost a nice uh, fairy esque cave that then he puts a giant coin in the middle of and fills with crazy bad stuff. Yeah. But I, the only thing I didn't understand about the movie is when the fuck it was taking place. Because the Joker has already been arrested. You find this out at the end. Yeah. Where the Joker has also already been influential enough to have the Joker gang? I think this was supposed to take place basically right after the last movie. Like, the last Christopher Nolan movie. Because they're, like, talking about, like... Oh, that was some crazy shit, right? Like, these last few years have been rough. And I think they're directly referring to, like, everything that went down in The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises. Really? I think so. And it's like, also, you know, there's a new election because of the whole thing with Harvey Dent. And he got elected. And then, I know, there is always a new election. But it almost seemed like they were referring to the past election. that. That would make it better for me. Because that would make a lot of sense. Just like it, that cheers stuff up. And I've always wanted to see the continuation of like that specific Batman universe. Yeah. I, I think that, I think that's what it is. I could be wrong. And it, it makes sense too. I think especially after that last trilogy was so successful to just keep that world going. You but know, that's like not the, a DC thing to do. Success. Yeah. In that's also a good point. <laughs> like making a coherent plan is also seemingly not something DC likes to do. That's why their TV shows, I think, do real well. You didn't like The Flash, right? I I haven't seen any of The Flash because I don't like The Flash. (laughs) I have been assured that it is good, and I believe the people who have told me. But it's like, I watched the first couple episodes of The Punisher, and I was like, that's well made. I don't really want to watch The Punisher because the older I get, the less I like seeing people just brutally beaten. (laughs) <laughs> like I like the Punisher's character his arc is very strange he does become I think an angel by the end of everything subject uh, what did you think of Catwoman in the new Batman I didn't like her but that's not because of like the performance it's because this was the exact same Catwoman that they give us almost every time yeah, I'm like, why are you guys trying to force Catwoman in every... It's fine to have Catwoman, and it's one <laughs> of the only, like, love situations that works out with Batman. Which I think is why they try to push her. Yeah, because there is no, like, it either ends up Batman has to have his girlfriend murdered, or Batman has to have a situation where his girlfriend's a criminal. But she can't be that big of a criminal. So, like, Poison Ivy always tries to get with Batman left and right, but she's too much of a criminal. Like, she actually kills people. So, he won't do that. So, she's completely out of it. But yeah, they do just give the exact same Catwoman in almost every single one, except for the first Catwoman, where it actually shows her falling out a window and dying. Yeah. 
I remember that scene. The, uh, I forgot that that's how they did that one, and I was like, I'd rewatched it. It's probably. even bloody, if I remember right. Yeah, it's like, like the cats are licking her blood off of yeah. her. Like her blood is drying while she's in the alleyway, and the cats are drinking her blood off of the pavement. Yeah. And I remember just looking at it and being like, I watched this as a small child and got none of this. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think, was Catwoman in every major movie branch? By that I just mean like, you know, Dark Knight trilogy. So she was in the Tim Burton movies, right? So there's Batman, Batman Returns. She was in Batman Returns. Was she in Batman? She was not in Batman. Okay. But I'm saying just like one appearance per director, kind of. So like she was in yes, the Christopher she has Nolan. Been one per, and even in the animations, Selena Kyle is almost always mentioned. Yeah. Regardless of what goes on. Just because they always have to talk about Batman's past, and she's the only one that Batman's allowed to make out with and live. <laughs> Interesting. I feel like this is the first time we heard about her mom, who apparently is named Maria Kyle. I had never heard about that before. It goes into that shit in the comic books a lot. Did they ever say her name? She's had a whole backstory, like a whole family since I think the 90s. Okay. I guess there's so much Batman shit, it's like, you know, you're destined to miss a lot of it. I can't even read the comic. Like, every time I think about going back and reading comic books, I also think about how long it's going to take me to read those and that they're now like $4 a piece. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I will be broke and have less time. Yeah. Yeah, I'd... If you were living in Gotham and you had no superpowers... What would be your plan of attack to, like, live a life in your 30s? <laughs> um, probably just work for the Falcons. <laughs> yeah. Everyone in the Falcons, like, if you're not, everyone below Penguin level gets punched in the face regularly. <laughs> that was a great part in this new one was, like, the little yeah. twin duo that uh like they just get beat up every time that someone comes around it's not even necessarily batman it's like i think the cops beat them up so those guys have like kind of a parallel in almost all of the batmans yeah and the the dark knight returns animated uh movie is it's two like super futuristic guys that they say things like ah cool slice a dicer yeah. You're in the wrong part of the neighborhood, kid. And they just get beat up by, like, a teenager four times and then join Batman. That's Which, true. spoilers for The Dark Knight Returns, Batman gets a sweet army. I don't think there was a Catwoman. Sorry to go back. In um, the, the Joel Schumacher ones. Which one is the Joel Schumacher? So that's uh, Batman Forever and okay, gotcha. Batman and Robin. I thought she was in Forever. Or is that just Poison Ivy? Poison Ivy. And Batgirl was in Batman and Robin, which might might be who you're thinking of. Do you know who played Batgirl? Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> yep. Are you kidding me? I have, since Clueless, I've had an image of Alicia Silverstone burned into my head. I think a lot of us 90s kids have. Yeah, I don't remember what show she was. She was in something I was watching where she was pregnant. I was like, this aged with me. <laughs> Yeah, she was definitely, like, one of my first crushes. Do you think she was annoyed that she was, like, 25 years old? And they're like, Batgirl, 
<laughs> what like it's too young or what so do you mean being called a girl when you're 25 yeah by your boss regularly every day to the point of it being your name uh i mean i think she pr- had to have hated that role over if it was specifically the name i don't know isn't that Maybe. woman a separate person <laughs> that's a good question i'm pretty sure batwoman's a separate person and supergirl and superwoman are two different people that's funny they're like yeah you're just some girl yeah, i mean there lad. is a bad woman yeah there's the grown-up version of all of them because i think bat woman is commissioner gordon's daughter before she turns into oracle because she becomes oracle when she loses the ability to walk and then they lock her in a fucking tower filled with technology i think bat woman though is actually not like canonical yeah like like Batgirl is related to Batman, but Batwoman's just like a woman. That's a bat. <laughs> like she appeared in fifty six as the first appearance in Detective Comic comics, just like Batman, which I think was like the twenties or thirties. But it was a, uh, it wasn't like his own thing. He was in a detective comic. I'm just looking at this article that says Batwoman disambiguation. Batwoman is Catherine Kane, a vigilante who operates in Gotham. The original. That woman, Cassie Kane. It's that's the same sentence, you assholes. You just changed like two words. So they are in the same world. They're also both in Gotham, but yeah. they are not Batgirl. Right. Yeah, it's not Batgirl because at one point Batwoman assists Batgirl. <laughs> this is a funny line too. This Kathy Kane retired from crime fighting when that world's Batman married Catwoman. <laughs> Yeah, I like that they call her Catwoman instead of Selena Kyle. How does that wedding take place? Like, yeah, do your uh, witnesses count if they can't see who you are? Yeah, and also, like, what does the pastor say? He can't be like, do you, Bruce Wayne? Do they sign paperwork, too? Well, I would assume that they sign paperwork, but it can't be terribly legitimate unless they go through... This it has to be some form of hippie, like our best friend is a pastor in the Church of the Universal Faith, and yeah. we just gave him twenty bucks and a bunch of pot to marry us in the park. But you still have to sign stuff to make it like yeah, legally official. That. Yeah, you just have to have it notarized. And the only rules about notaries is they can't be your friend, which the notary is the person in charge of, like upholding. So they can just say fuck it and stamp your shit. I've thought about becoming a notary a lot. Yeah. But Batman probably would go to his friend for a notary. Batman probably just has a notary stamp. <laughs> like, I, it would not surprise me at all if Batman's wedding present to Catwoman was, I snuck into the archives last night and put all of our papers in. We've been married for 40 years. <laughs> yeah. Anomaly We are here with our special guest, Rachel. Hi, I'm Rachel. (laughs) And we are going to get some of her impressions on Batman. So, first, I want to just ask you, what is your first memory of Batman? 
probably something in cartoon format, like Saturday cartoons or something. Maybe there was some kind of Batman, something or another on a cartoon that I saw. So probably the 90s cartoon. Oh, yeah, for sure. Nice. That's a good one. Do you remember any particular episodes or is there something you remember about it? Okay, so I don't know if this is a different animated Batman show or not, but there was one with the penguin and he was like in like an ice cave or something. I don't don't really remember a lot. This is still a cartoon? Yeah, this is still animated. Oh, okay. Is it the Batman Beyond series? Um, That one, whatever it was, it was a later version than... Could Batman actually fly? Oh, I have no clue. That's probably the only episode I ever saw. Gotcha. Was he in the traditional Batman blues? Like the blue and gray? Or was he like red and black? No, no, blue and gray. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that was the the first animated series. And I I remember, like, I think they made... um, penguin and his literal penguins (laughs) more of a character in that one because i remember i had toys yeah that was when they had the penguin bombs yeah when he mailed people penguins which was confusing yeah well penguins were my favorite animal and i think that's why i recall that specific time for that show because i don't have much connection to batman or superheroes much personally but i do love penguins so i was like oh the penguin (laughs) So how do you feel about the Penguin as a villain? I don't really know anything about him. I just know that his name is Penguin. Oh. Did you see Batman Returns? Or have know. you seen the Penguin in any Batman movies? Real life ones? Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> who, if you had to pick an actor to play the Penguin, who would you pick? Doesn't everyone say, like, Danny DeVito or something? Well, Danny DeVito was the Penguin. Oh, okay, that's why. <laughs> He was an excellent penguin, but yeah, I think he, he gets his nose penguin. bitten off. <laughs> yeah. And the the penguin is in this newest Batman, the Batman, and it's Colin Farrell. Who's that? Remind me. I don't know what else he's been in. He's you know? a pretty boy. Yeah, he's like a English, I think he's English or Scottish, um, like a good looking guy, typically plays like a little rougher of a character has he been in any rom-coms that you can recall because that's going to help me out maybe how about this picture (laughs) oh yeah that's helpful there you go okay 50 feet away well he's a lot different than danny devito yeah Yeah, he's actually so the guy that was all cut up in the movie and super fat that's they they just put like a bunch of makeup on him yeah so this is what he looks like oh this is danny devito and then this is Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Yeah, bring Danny DeVito back. <laughs> I think he's too busy being a wholesome, loving husband and uh, being on Always Sunny. Oh, that's nice. I think one of the things Danny DeVito does with his spare time is he makes bad horror movies with his wife. <laughs> really? Yeah, they have like a whole website, or they had a whole website. I think she might have died. Oh, shit. What's Wasn't that? he married to uh, Rhea Perlman? I believe so. That Cheers chick? Yeah. Has she died? I feel like she did. I know that they stopped making movies for a while because the website was funny. They're like five minute bad B-horror films. Yeah. Yeah, 35 years married. Oh, I think she's still alive, but they might be divorced. Anyways, we're going off on a crazy tangent. (laughs) Um, So which... 
have you seen Batman movies? Like the live action Batman movies? I've only seen one. Which one? The one with Christian Bale. There's three with Christian Bale. <laughs> 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 it's Is it? Uh, uh, was the Joker in it? Yeah. Okay, the so one probably who died Heath Ledger. Yeah, Dark Knight. Yeah, it that's sounds the like. one I've seen. So, did you like Christian Bale as Batman? Did you have any thoughts on him as Batman? Well, I mean, Batman. When I think of Batman, I just think of like a spoiled pretty boy who really? has a penance for justice. Insert air quotes here. <laughs> so you think he's a a pretty boy, a rich pretty boy? Yeah, I mean okay. that's usually like when you first see him in comics. I feel like that's how it's portrayed a little. I mean, as someone who doesn't thoroughly get into, just as like an outsider perspective. I agree with that entirely. Yeah. He's I mean, almost no... always like a Lord Farquaad, little <laughs> prissy boy in his Bruce Wayne version. Yeah. Although, didn't George Clooney like wasn't one of his stage directions that he played him gay? <laughs> I know there's been a lot of people who played him that were like. Yeah, I just made Batman like a closeted gay man. Was <laughs> That's George, great. I've never heard that. Was George Clooney ever Batman? Yeah. Well, he was. So my question was going to oh, be... Oh, I have not seen that. My question was going to be, who's your favorite Batman? But it sounds like you are only familiar with one Batman. That is accurate. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see if I could list them out for you. Maybe you can just tell me, just as a kind of random aside almost, since you don't know them as Batman. Okay. All right, first one we had Michael Keaton. So here's your list of guys to pick from. I need pictures. Names All right. are oh. lost on me. <laughs> As so that's why I just showed, because I don't know what any of these guys look like based on text. Okay, so we got... Okay, Michael, okay, First yeah. up, Michael Keaton. This is the first movie Batman. Okay. Do you know him in any other roles? I mean, yeah, I can't place them, but I absolutely Field of Dreams. Him. I don't watch anything sports either. I mean... That's vaguely I guess sports. That's technically yeah. sports. <laughs> it's more just like a dude's feel good. Like it's a, it's they, almost like a rom com, but for dudes. Yeah, exactly. It is. It is a rom com for dudes. Before it was okay. They use building a baseball field as an excuse for everyone in the community to get together. <laughs> yeah. So next up, we had Val Kilmer. I'm pretty sure he was the next one, right? I believe so. He was Batman Forever. Well, you're Val showing me a picture from when he would have played. <laughs> right, because he looks crazy now. Because He's had he a lot of health absolutely, issues. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it's. I think he like survived cancer or something, but it's like oh, almost where it's like he shouldn't have. Um. After that, we had George Clooney. You know George Clooney. But let's pull up a picture of him. Yeah. Pull. Type in with like as Batman. Okay. Maybe I, I need to visualize them as Batman, okay, too. that's a good call. So we got George Clooney as Batman. See, this is so much more impressive than I thought it would be. I think George Clooney was the only Batman that didn't really put okay. a voice effect on him, either. So you you told me to stop when we got to Val Kilmer. Are you impressed? Or is this the one that no, I, you're I most familiar with? No. This, I'm just looking at, so I just was like, hold on this screen because just the lighting aesthetic of this Batman from this time is really speaking to me in a oh, lot yeah. of these pictures. We got pictures. a photographer over here and she's pointing out the fantastic lighting effects, which they are really good for this, Batman Forever. Yeah, this is wildly cool. I feel like 
Batman Forever and the Tim Burton ones are the only ones where they tried something new with the lighting in Gotham, because everybody else does... Like, I guess the last one's more like Dark World. Otherwise, it's just the kind of super rugged noir look. But the Forever era had, like, kind of glitzy, happier Batman, I guess? Okay, so I have a question about these Batmans. Who's the longest-running, like, recurring Batman? I was about to say, you were forgetting the most important Batman and the actual first Batman movie in 1966. Mayor Adam West, man. That he was going to be my last one. Oh, <laughs> Oh my God, that outfit. But he is the longest-running Batman. Yeah. So, I mean, that's an interesting question, though, too, because it's like, well, then you can make the distinction of TV and movie, and I know Adam West was in one movie... But it's like, so I mean, 23 years, if you just go on a year by year basis, I'm sure it's Adam West by a long shot. 23 years. So was this one based off of a television show that I'm seeing or is is it exclusively movies? This was a a TV show in the 60s. And then they made some movies, I think, after the TV show had been out. Um, Yeah, almost like Star Trek, how like Star Trek was a TV show and then they had movies. And they did, like, uh, Christmas specials and what uh, all of the accoutrement they used to come with trying to get a TV show out. So there's just, like, bad non-canonical, like, Batman goes to Christmas episodes that are 40 minutes long. You know the... Yeah, that's from this show. That was the theme song to this show. Oh, okay. That was actually some of the first music that I ever owned on cassette tape I had um, it was like a soundtrack to this show Mm -hmm. but there was also just like sketches on it like there were a few like Joker sketches I remember or no it was the Riddler it wasn't the Joker because I remember one of the riddles he tells on this tape I'll tell it to you guys let's see if you can get it Uh, it goes like so three men are aboard a boat um, all of them have cigarettes, but none of them have a match. How do they smoke? The cigarettes were already, with their mouths? <laughs> yeah, well, the cigarettes already, was one already lit, and then they just did the, like, what is it called, monkey bump or something like that? No. <laughs> Any other guesses? Is it wordplay? Of course it is. It's a riddle. So, oh <laughs> How do they smoke on fire? You're getting closer. Wait, wait, say it one more time. All right, so three men are on a boat. All of them have cigarettes. None of them have a match. How do they smoke? With a lighter. They throw a cigarette overboard and become a cigarette lighter. Ah, <laughs> ah, put the table together and make a hole. <laughs> yep. Wait, so was there any other live-action Batman television shows after this one? Yes, Gotham. Yes, and that's and that was I want to say like 2012 to 2016, but that is. Do you remember Smallville from Superman, where it's just I never watched it, but I saw a lot of yeah, the posters and I. But it's like it. Superman in high school. Yeah, it's that exact same thing, except for they get rid of the high school angle, and it's just Bruce Wayne as a kid, and then it's pre supervillains escaping or being produced. It's like CW Batman. And then who is the who is the Batman for that? 
There, but, I think there's a Batman in the last like two episodes. And there's a Bruce Wayne, right? Bruce, but Bruce Wayne's a 13 year old boy. The action guy ends up being Alfred through the whole series. Oh, because so- it's like Alfred trying to balance being a terrible father. <laughs> But also loving vengeance. And, like, it's young Bruce Wayne who has uh, basically the ability to boss around his dad because he works for him and just millions of dollars. And he's real mad and just found out that his dad uh, was murdered instead of just plain old shot. So it's like him deciding to become Batman. And who plays Bruce Wayne in that series? Let's see. You want to see him? Oh, so we have a child, almost Batman. <laughs> well, and that's that whole thing. Like, Catwoman's in it, too. It's everyone when they're a kid. They do the exact same thing that they do in Smallville, where they're like, everything that has ever happened to Superman happens in his high school town. Yeah. But it's a very good TV show, so long as you suspend all the rest of your Batman knowledge. Because it's all there. It just all happens at a different time. Okay. That's like anything Batman now. I, feel. I think that's like anything comic book at this right, point. Because yeah. like Marvel's <laughs> the only one who admits to completely restarting their entire thing every time, but they do all do it. Yeah. All right. So back to the question though. Now we have every Batman pulled up, so we'll go in order. We got Michael Keaton. He was so Tim Burton directed the first two Batman movies. This was the guy, Michael Keaton. I don't buy it. <laughs> Next. And then we had two movies directed by Joel Schumacher. We had Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Robin, by the way. Big Robin fan. The actor or just the, the just concept? The, the sidekick. Yeah. I always liked Robin a lot as a kid, actually. I think I liked him a little more than Batman. Is it because he was... You were like, maybe it'll happen to me! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I... I think it was his colors, but maybe that was part of it. Like, oh, this is more believable. Like, I'm not going to be a bad That was always my problem with Robin (laughs) was I was like, fucking dick kid. All he had to do was have his kid or his parents fall off a trapeze at the right time and he gets to be Batman's sidekick. Like, (laughs) I was a little jealous. I wish my parents would have fallen off a trapeze. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to say it on air, but not know. But we are live. (laughs) So this is... This is kind of an interesting thing that I just noticed, too, is, like, they have directors do multiple movies, and they always get the same Batman, but Joel Schumacher had Val Kilmer for Batman Forever, and then he had George Clooney for Batman and Robin. So, anyways, all right, we're three Batmans deep. We got Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney. Next up, we have Christian Bale. This is the first believable one to me. Yeah? Can I just say, because all the other people... We're like, you really think a, a, a however old man can do all the stuff that Batman does? Really? So, like, Christian Bale, I feel like is the first believable, like, maybe age and, like, bodily physique that I'm like, okay, yeah, this works out in my mind. Like, this checks out. I agree. And his role in American Psycho, I feel like gave me a little bit of bias in his role as Batman, but it makes him, like, a more believable Batman to me. Because I'm like, yeah, you're just some, like, weird ass. he's capable of murder. (laughs) Yeah. Just, like... Justice. Guy that is talented and kind of wants to do the right thing, but then just, like, in the end, you're not really sure. Well, I mean, American Psycho, it's like, he's just a murderer. Batman, he's also just a murderer. (laughs) Like, he... Uh, 
the entire premise of every single large thing that happens in Gotham is fuck you, Batman. Do you remember? You played the games. Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Uh, the story of uh, we're all just victims of circumstance where they put Batman on trial because technically Batman made almost all of his own enemies. <laughs> right. Yeah, and even in this movie, it's like you're just instantly like, oh, everybody hates Batman. Like when he first goes. The very first thing that happens in that movie is Batman causes a murder. Yeah. I think people should hate Batman. Like, if I lived in Gotham, I'd be like, F Batman. Yeah, everyone hates Batman. That's one of the things that happens pretty regularly. It's like, Batman will accidentally let, like, the mayor get shot, and then for two years, everybody hates Batman, and then some kid falls off a bridge, and he saves him with a grappling hook, and everyone's like, oh, Batman's pretty cool. He's all right. Okay, Batman. But it, like, (laughs) goes back and forth. Yeah. All right, so we did skip. Ben, is it you guys so, say Affleck or Affleck? <laughs> ben Affleck. Yeah, I'm not Bert Kreischer. I don't say Affleck. No, this is this is the worst one. <laughs> Correct. That so, is an objective fact. Looking yeah. at pictures, I'm like, nah, this is not it. I'm not trying to like rip on Ben Affleck either, and I don't know if this is like a thing, but it's like this looks like Fat Man too. Like. <laughs> I'm not even Literally. against, like, Fat Batman, but he's, like, so wide. Like, he's just a large-ass Batman. Also, look at the bat symbol and how it's not the bat symbol. Remember when I was talking about them? There was oh, one yeah, of the Batmans yeah. that they changed the bat symbol and kind of got in, like, gray water with trying not to pay for the rights of the symbol? <laughs> yeah. That was the one. Yeah, it's it's the Fat Man symbol, too. It's just, like, the bat symbol, but all fat and chunky. I just think the um, the chin, it takes away... Oh, yeah, the butt chin. The butt chin. It just... For me, it's like, uh, I don't know if I believe this. <laughs> I kind of think Ben Affleck would make a good old Batman. I could see that, yeah. Or like if he played uh, Adam West in a fictional biopic. I like... can see that. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he could do the Adam West voice. It's pretty unique. <laughs> That's true. All right. And that takes us to our current Batman, Robert Pattinson. Any thoughts on robert pattinson well let me just say when i first heard the news that he was going to be playing or he was cast as batman i was like this is not good (laughs) just because i'm like okay shrimpy wimpy not believable as batman but just as like a from remember what i said is my initial thoughts on batman is like a a rich dude just misunderstood doing his own thing it kind of works yeah he's more sad than anything exactly and if you watch any like kid batman it's just a mopey kid like every time like the origins of batman is some kid wanted to see zoro saw a medium gruesome murder they were his parents but they didn't like get stabbed to death they both got shot And the guy just ran away. When they were in Crime Alley, by the way, literally the name of the alley they were in. Crime Alley? Yes, they were walking down Crime Alley. <laughs> Is it spelled like C-R-Y? No, it's Crime it's Alley. Crime. Okay. And they were dressed very nicely after coming out of Zorro. That's like the most famous of them coming out of Zorro. And then somebody tries to steal poor Martha's uh, pearls and then shoots her. Because she says no, and his dad tries to get in the way. But there's always, there's lots of variations, and inevitably, every single one of them that starts with that, it turns out that somebody had them killed, and that wasn't just a mugging. 
And that's like what fuels sad Batman into becoming the Dark Knight. Okay. I didn't know that Robert Pattinson kind of has the butt chin too. And I mean, doesn't George Clooney? I'm like, yeah, is this does. a defining characteristic it was of for Batman? Because <laughs> Batman had a square, square chin originally. Because I was going to say, the chin's the only thing that shows, so they have to have it be something, but... Yeah, and like a, a real square chin is definitely like a superhero thing, but I'm saying like, yeah, they all have like a little bit of a butt chin at least. Even Adam West, like he he has the strong chin, but like... Adam West looks almost more like Joker without his makeup on than the yeah. Joker does. Have you seen the original Joker oh, from yeah. the show? So good. He's the only really creepy Joker in my opinion. Because I can imagine, like, it's the perfect level of insanity. Where he's just, like, kind of some guy who's manic. It's like, oh, Bats, when are you going to find where I've hidden the bomb? <laughs> All right. So, do we have a verdict? Who's your favorite Batman? It's gotta be Christian Bale. Christian Bale. I know it's the only one that I've actually seen, but just based off of photos alone, just from a search online, I just feel like it fits. There's a lot of people on the internet that are going to take that as definitive proof. Because that is kind of the going, is that that's been the best Batman. It is my uneducated opinion, therefore it goes. I think he's... I do agree that he is the most fitting Batman. I He's not really my favorite, and I think Robert Pattinson may challenge him as like the most fitting, like true-to-form Batman. This is the guy that's closest and most accurate to the character. Mine's just Christian Bale. I just, I'm a fan of The Dark Knight Returns, and everything based on it works real well. Yeah. That voice he did was fun, too. Can you guys do it? I am just vengeance. I'm <laughs> night. Let go of my pudding. That's the last one. <laughs> I want to do it, but it hurts. <laughs> Mine doesn't sound nearly as good. <laughs> I do a lot more practicing than you do. When you spend most of your time by yourself in a room, nobody gets embarrassed when you start talking like Batman. Oh, my God. It's so good. Let's hear yours. Okay. <laughs> 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 Don't look at anybody while you're doing it. <laughs> I am Batman. <laughs> this is terrible. I can't do Batman. Cough first. Go. <clears throat> <clears throat> that eh, that feeling. That's oh. what you're looking for. It almost hurts. Yeah, you need that. <clears throat> All right, like a here's, the, here's my new Batman. <laughs> See? Oh, it works okay, that is. <laughs> I just need a little bit of vocal coaching. I can get there. Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he actually scream Rachel at some point? In yes. Time? That's the Anne Hathaway character, right? But yeah. Yeah. Because she's not actually, I believe, too terribly canon until that movie. She was Catwoman, wasn't she? Anne Hathaway? Oh, yeah, she was. But he does yell Rachel. But I think you guys are right. Or like Rachel, yeah, maybe Anne Hathaway's not Rachel. No, probably not. Yeah. Which actually brings me to another question. We talked a little bit about this. Do you know, are you familiar with any Catwomen? I guess you haven't really seen most Batwomans. Okay. Because that's like a she's weird... a thing, but I don't really know any of the people. She's kind of been in every, at least, like, Batman group. You know, like the Dark Knight trilogy, and, like, she was in Batman Returns, the Tim Burton ones. She's, like, one of the top three not-necessarily-bad-guys. And of the not-necessarily-bad-guys, that top three, she's, like, the number one that's, like, we're going to absolutely have her in. So people who enjoy superhero lore, worlds, whatever, 
just accept that there are people who live in cities who dress fantastically in skin tight leather and <laughs> yeah catwoman in this movie i'll show you a picture of yeah, her in, it's nothing in the latest too one, crazy. she doesn't even have like a cool outfit she's just kind of wearing a cat suit like a legitimate normal human cat suit yeah it actually what? looks almost fashionable at times like i've seen this one like the first the yeah. gory uh catwoman her suit is just stitched together it is very fashionably stitched together but it's after she falls out of a building and she's like half concussed and insane while she's sewing it together yeah i think that one looks the coolest it's very tim burton too Okay, but people accept that there's like this and the Joker and Penguin. Well, like, there's we were just talking about exist. earlier is my theory is that this is because they took all of the arts out of the schools, and that this is the only actual artistic expression there is in Gotham. You know, I could see that. It's making costumes. Yeah. Normalized costumes. <laughs> I did. I'm wearing a vest. Excellent. Let's see, like Catwoman in this one. It almost just it almost looks like a, like a motorcycling outfit or is something is that Zoe Kravitz uh is it Zoe Kravitz I think it might be that's this one this bat or this Batman is Zoe Kravitz with Robert Pattinson oh okay well there you go you get I only add- know that because I've seen so many promotional yeah. photo shoots from people I follow on Instagram who are like the makeup artists and the photographers and stuff so I was like oh that's Batman and Catwoman this time I guess Yep. Uh, remember to throw in Selena Kyle from Gotham because I don't think they call her Catwoman like right. ever in the show. Yeah. Yeah, that's her real name. Selena Kyle is Catwoman. Yep. So there's been almost like just as many Catwomen as Batman, I feel like. Because we had Michelle Pfeiffer, Halle Berry, who got her own Catwoman movie. Yep. I forgot until just now that that happened. <laughs> Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this new one is Zoe Kravitz. And I don't think that Catwoman made an appearance in, like, Batman Forever. No, we went through this. It's just uh, Poison Ivy. Yeah. I was going to say, do you know who's really hot? It's Poison Ivy. Well, so we were talking oh, yeah. about this earlier. Poison Ivy's too much of a bad guy to be uh, Batman's girlfriend, and if Batman dates anyone that is not a supervillain, they have to die. So Catwoman is the only person in that universe that Batman's, like, allowed to date. Yeah. Like, so like, he's an incel, too? Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> hardcore. He is the personification of, like, terrible masculinity. Then why did they make him in cartoons like this shouldered, broad guy who was like, oh, I'm Batman, and I'm here to fight. Ha ha. He's a masculine guy. He is masculine. Batman Beyond's a scrawny teenager whose only powers come from the fact that he's in the future and Bruce Wayne has a Batman suit that is nanotech. And even in this one, like, Robert Pattinson, they don't portray him as, like, super masculine. Like, he's, he's like, the emo (laughs) Batman. That's better. The emo (laughs) Batman I enjoyed, and I hope they at least do another one with that setting. He's signed on for three. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't... Yeah, there was supposed right. to be a whole bunch of Firefly. Yeah. I'm just always going to be mad Every about episode, that. it somehow comes up. <laughs> this should give the incels hope, this episode. <laughs> yeah. I'm like Batman. Yes, you are. 
I think Just Batman like- needs to stop giving incels hope. <laughs> the Joker <laughs> has done a number. <laughs> the first thing Batman does in every run of Batman is take down the crime bosses, and it immediately turns into supervillains. Like, the crime yeah. bosses were the only thing stopping the supervillains from happening. Yeah, Batman right. gets all ego-ish, and he's like, gotta get rid of that guy. And then supervillains flood in. <laughs> then there is almost no crime that's not petty theft being committed by somebody that wasn't produced by Batman. Which is why there is always a trial. Where the Joker kidnaps Batman, puts him in a courthouse, and has all of the villains, like, go through their Batman origin stories and explain to Batman why they would not be committing crime if he hadn't beat the crap out of them while they were committing a different crime. <laughs> and is this only in the comic books? Or this is in, like, I'm surprised they haven't done a movie of it. Only, like, I think the only reason they haven't done the movie is none of the series have lasted long enough to get enough supervillains on board. Uh. The whole story behind the Wayne family is... They're massive philanthropists, and they're uh, one of the two founding families of Gotham. So they're ultra-powerful, and they're some of the only righteous and good people in Gotham. Oh, so that's why the stuff that I've seen in the movies, he's only ever, like, Batman in his little cave brooding or at, like, high society gala functions or whatever. Bruce Wayne's supposed to be a jet-setting piece of shit. Like, that's his cover. Oh, okay. Yeah. His secret Checks identity, out. and that's one of the reasons he gets away with it, is because they're like, oh, you're in your early 30s and you got a bunch of money, so you're out there getting laid or whatever, but they never bothered, like, ask anything, and he is constantly covered in bruises. No one's like, should probably use a safe word, man. Yeah. Are we, is it time for the game? <laughs> Are you excited? Yeah, because I want to see wait. how many I get wrong. <laughs> Just let me answer first. <laughs> All right, yeah. Well, you're going to go first, and then Keelan will go. We'll see if it works with Keelan. Okay, yeah, so stop looking at the screen. Okay, I'm not looking. Okay. Let me scroll here, scroll here. Okay. I'm also afraid. I'm like, I hope I don't make one up, and then, like... It's real? Yeah. That's why I was just looking through the list, because I was like, that could happen very easily. <laughs> All right. Our first one that we got here is Mustard Man. Not a real one. Hmm. I'm going to actually say that that's not real. Okay. Mustard Man. Are you going to give us the answer directly afterwards? Yeah, but this one, I... What was that? This one I actually wanted to look up. In case Mustard Man is real? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you said Mustard Man, real or not real? Not real. I'm sticking with not real, but I have some reservations. <laughs> okay, he is not real. Oh, got one! Correct. Okay, so... Condiment King. Oh my gosh. Not real. Okay. That sounds like a Spider-Man villain, man. Ugh, I'm going with real. Keelan got to correct. That one is real. I was going to say, if you give me the fake mustard, <laughs> it's to throw off for the next one, but I still, like, I can't believe it. This happened last time when I gave him a quiz where he started getting too psychological about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one. Dr. Phosphorus. Real. I'm going with real. He is real. Sounds like it. Yeah. 
Yeah, All right. Here. Uh, next up, we've got Ladybug. Not real. Uh, I'm going to go with not real. You are both correct. Not oh, real. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Little Italy. Real. I was going to say real on that one. You're both right. Real. <laughs> Too ridiculous. I guess that would make sense because it's like it could be a well, little Well, that one could person. go either way because they do have a thing where at some point in time they got in trouble for naming people shit like Little Italy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, next one. Bruce Balls. No, not real. <laughs> That's not real. That's the guy we went to fucking middle school with. That BJ Balls. Yeah, I did that one just for Keelan. <laughs> we actually went to school with this kid. Uh, which uh, this comes up for Batman with Batman for two reasons. Um, his he name. went by BJ. Uh, his name was BJ Balls, but his real name was Bruce Balls, uh, and his middle name was Wayne. So he was Bruce Wayne, and that's why he never wanted to go by Bruce, and he went by BJ instead. And it was his idea. None of us made fun of him for this. Like this was not a punishment name. This was hi, my name is BJ Balls on the first day of fucking middle school. All right. Yeah. Best choices. <laughs> Next up, Medulla. No. Correct. I think she's real. Medulla, I believe, is real. Uh, Medulla is not a oh. real. One. Oh. <laughs> we tied now. <laughs> All right. Next up, Amygdala. No. Wait. No, it's not. I'm saying real. Keelan says real. That one is real. Yeah, because okay. I think that's what happened. I knew there was one that was just named after a part of the brain. I know. I was like, this yeah. is medical stuff. What is this? <laughs> All right. The white glove. Yes, real. I'm going to go with real. You're both wrong, but there is a white glove. What? Or, I'm sorry. There is a black glove. Okay. There is not a white glove. Oh, okay. Because okay. <laughs> yeah. it has to be bad, so they're black, not white, right? Not necessarily true. <laughs> Next one. Uh, gentleman Ghost. Not real. Real, but not a Batman enemy. Uh, okay, so then you're both wrong, because okay. it is a Batman enemy. Really? <laughs> yeah. I thought Gentleman Ghost was uh, a joke on Venture Brothers. All right. Um, that's three rounds. We'll, th- we'll call this our final round. So we got three three uh, questions left. We've done three each round. Onomatopoeia. I can give you the definition. <laughs> Let's hear kind it. Of. Well, I guess I can't give you the definition either. Can you give me an onomatopoeia? Yeah, it's when pigs can say hello, right? What? Oh, no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's what you thought it was? <laughs> no, wait. I'm thinking of something else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like bang, right. whiz. Zoom. Well, it's <laughs> not real. I'm going to go with real. Onomatopoeia is real. Okay. I was thinking of something else. Oh, personification. <laughs> what, are you just thinking of animals talking? Yeah, personification. Okay. So I was thinking you said of onomatopoeia. <laughs> when a pig can go. Hello. <laughs> but right. Link is an onomatopoeia. Yes, I almost said when a pig goes oink, but... 
Yeah, well, I guess Winnipeg spells oink. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a speech rebel pops up. All right. Uh, second to last one here. Zebra man. Not real. <laughs> what is that real? It's real. Oh, God. <laughs> Zebra man? What is yeah. this from? The 70s? That was probably from the 50s or 60s. Yeah, oh, very damn. well it could be. Batman is super old. So Zebra Man was 1960. Oh, dang. And I, I want to see what this last one is before I tell you the secret of all of those ones. <laughs> all right. Our last one, we've got Master Bruce. Not real. Want to go with not real? It's real. Oh. Uh, is it a clone of Bruce? It is, I'll read you the description straight from DC's website, a deranged boy who idolizes Bruce Wayne. He had his butler murder his parents and carve the names of Martha and Thomas Wayne in his face to be more like Bruce. Out of a possible 12, Rachel, you got six. Ooh, yeah. Keelan, you got nine. Cool. I won. <laughs> um, Honestly, I'm going to get a tattoo. All right. Well, that is the bonus Batman. Hurrah! Wait, what? Ted Cruz threw. <laughs> no, he just he hates happiness in general. So when he saw a puppy die, he was like, yeah.